Listener Production. Coming up on the Footy Talk podcast for your Thursday, a massive edition. We'll be talking the Tasmanian announcement, and he sure brings us a few names that they won't be called. Nick Dacos and his massive boot deal, Toby Green, and why he should be in contention for the Brownlow medal. GWS, where they should play their games, plus much, much more. Over to you, Daisy Thomas. Yes, thank you, Dale. This is the Footy Talk podcast for your Thursday. He sure joining me. Heater, welcome to you. Massive news yesterday in the AFL. How bloody good. What was it? Tassie. Oh, Tassie, yes, yeah. <laughs> they got themselves a team, Tassie. They it's went the and worst kept it. secret. The worst kept secret. Going around the 19th license. Say that quickly a couple of times. 19th license, 19th license, 19th license. Someone actually threw out there, maybe the team – is based in Melbourne, but then just plays in Tassie. Yeah, that doesn't work for mine. Okay. Um, but we do have the audio from the big announcement yesterday. Gil, give us your thoughts. And on behalf of our AFL Commission Chairman, Richard Goiter, the AFL Commission, and with the support and endorsement of presidents and chairs of all 18 AFL clubs, I'm proud and excited to announce the awarding of the 19th licence to play in the AFL and AFLW competitions to Tasmania. A 19th club... So delayed applause there. They're a bit slow on the uptake and, well, let's be frank, Gil wasn't really rushing to get his words out, was he? No, he he thanked the commission three times, (laughs) which I'm sure he's a part of, but it was a slow announcement when everyone knew what was happening because he said yesterday, or the day before, sorry, the announcement, he was, see you in Tasmania. So everyone knew what was going on. The good news is, Heath, there is a binding commitment signed today confirmed Macquarie Point Stadium will be roofed with a capacity of 23,000 people. Now, this is good because I was very staunch on the fact that there's no use putting a stadium down there unless you put a bloody lid on it. Why? Well, because I did the facts and you might like this. I've got some too. The average temperature throughout the year in Tasmania in the wet season, or the wetter season as they call it, is mm. 3 to 11 degrees. I, I've got a different one. I heard that the average temperature between May and September is only one degree difference to Melbourne. Mm. Well, that's not what mine says. Mine says the wet day classification. That's is a wet day. You can have a wet day in Melbourne, but on average, it's one degree colder. We don't need to fight over this. Well, so you're we do, saying because your facts are wrong. Well, my facts are from the internet. My facts are from Tim Payne, mm. who lives in Tasmania. Okay. A wet day is classified as a day that has one millimetre of rain or more in the gauge. And on any given day in the 5.1 months that are declared wetter days, there is a chance that you'll have 24%, a 24% chance of that day being classified as wet. And on average, over the whole year, Tasmania actually rains less than Melbourne. Mm. So Tassie shouldn't move to Melbourne. As you said, they should stay in Tassie because it's drier. We need a bloody roof, Heath. I think you do need a roof down there, to be honest. Well, it's cold, it's windy, and no, it's but, on the bay. No, but it just needs to be different. If, you, if you're building a brand new stadium, you need something different down there. Tasmania need to do something different to attract people. So having a roof, there's only one ground with a roof. What's That's at Marvel. Oh, no. and, they, and they just pick and choose when they open it and close it. But <laughs> they definitely need to do something different, have a roof down there because it will enclose. It'll make it feel a bit more homely. And they can play cricket there all year round now as well. Correct. Double Good sport, yeah. bloody bingo, more, more bango, to the bongo. Cricket. Absolutely. So this is a fantastic thing. Do you love it? Do you think it's a great idea? The Giants came in, the Gold Coast Suns came in, you were a part of one of them. 
Do we have enough talent to field a 19th side? We probably don't, but it's good for the people who are on the fringe of lists in the, in 2027 because they'll probably get another year. Do you reckon contract. they go full academy down there? I like, think they already have academies down there, but I think in the lead up 2026, 2027, you'll have players that will be like zoned to Tassie. They'll be they'll be going there in 2026, 7, 8. Who because obviously when I was getting a touch older and you were somewhat still going, the Gold Coast Suns becomes a option and a possibility to go up there for the last couple of years of your contract. I'm not sure how many old blokes would be putting their hand up to go down to Tassie when it's first going to be started. No, it's it's tough, but you've just got to pick the right people. I think uh, it was a Gold Coast got some right. They definitely got some right. They got Gary Ablett. Yes. And that's about it. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> but then if you look at the Giants, and I was sort of up front with this one, it was Jeremy Cameron, which is a key four they developed. How's He's going all right, I think. Yeah, he, he, yep. he wasn't bad. Not for them. And then you had Phil Davis, who was a key back. Yep. Cal Ward. And then they got, along with that, some premiership players, Chad Corns, Dean Brogan. James McDonald wasn't a premiership, but he was a, wasn't a premiership player, but he was a captain of a club. So right. you need a good mix of experience with youth, but the key is get good keys. You need centre-half forward, full forward, centre-half back, full back. The question I'm posing, though, is how, like, is the prospect of living in Tasmania that good? Sydney, I, go, I grant that you went out to Western Sydney, but as you know, when they were coming to throw the truck at me six years for a million bucks a year, Heath and I sat on the computer in at Collingwood and we were Googling helicopters, how much it would be to retain a pilot for the year and if I could fly from Greater Western Sydney back to Bondi. That is correct. So we did look at those. <laughs> that possibility for Greater Western Sydney, a Sydney lifestyle versus a Gold Coast lifestyle, all up a Tassie lifestyle. It's it's a different lifestyle. It's a hard sell. It is. It's definitely a hard sell, but it, it is a beautiful state. It's nice and green, good agriculture down there. Good wineries. Um, very good wineries. Great Pinot Noir. Great fishing. Good golf courses. So you think they're a chance to poach Jeremy Cameron and that's it? <laughs> Mob be the only player that <laughs> if they pay him the lot, the salary cap. But no, there's play, people going to go there. It's oh. it's simple as that. Like they're going to get paid overs to go there. Um, they'll make sure that happens the AFL, and then they'll have good young kids. And if you can get a good group of five, six, seven young kids that are mates that start playing well together, that grow up for those previous two years, twenty six, twenty seven, and then roll it into twenty eight, then. You might, you might come up with a good team. Are you buying into we should get all the great Taswegians and put them back there in roles? Definitely not. You just, no? get, you just get the best people. Yes, you might have an ambassador, a Kevin Sheedy-like. No, nah, who did great things, obviously, type. for the GWS Giants. Maybe there could be a couple of admin. Um, Fagan. Oh, yes. General manager was thrown out there because he is a Taswegian. But if, someone, if the best coach is available and he wants to go down there, whether he's Tasmanian or not, he goes there. Right. You get the best president, you get the best footy manager, you get you get the works, the best assistants you can because the development coach and the recruiter is also very, very important. You were at the GWS Giants. What's a couple of things they should be on the lookout not to do? A couple of big red flags. Um, don't put all the young players in the same sort of living arrangement <laughs> down like at breakfast point. Yeah. Not because it was bad. I think it was just a bit of carnage in Brecky Point because you've got 40 18-year-olds <laughs> just rolling Running around, all going to the same restaurants, all going to the same supermarket, all going to the same pub. So maybe spread them around a little bit. Um, 
apart from that, you've just got to build a really good culture. And I think what the Giants did, they built a good culture because they were so open to bringing anyone in. Anyone was allowed in the doors. The families were really close. They flew the families up constantly so that they were a part of the club and they built this club and you build history. So that's the main thing. You've got to, you've got to sell the dream, but then you've got to back it up as well. What are we going for as a name? The new Tassie team came in the basketball. They went with jack jumpers. I hope we don't go down that route. I'm not sure what a jack jumper is, but apparently it's exclusively Tasmanian. Yep. Do you think we're going Devils, Tigers? Probably can't go Tigers because of Richmond. It is exclusively Tasmanian, is it? I, I had a couple of names here, Tasmanian tuna because they've got lots of fish down there, um, Tasmanian tarantulas. Do they have any tarantulas? I'm assuming they got a couple, but it would look good. Like a, a spider on a jumper would look sick. Um, You've been watching kids' cartoons again and you've just been watching yeah, spider Yeah, and then probably don't have any of these down there, but Tasmanian T-Rexes. <laughs> Right, you're officially off the case uh, for... Anything starting... I looked up animals starting with T and those are the ones I got. Well, you are officially off the case for that. Hey, coming up next, we're going to talk the new AFL game. One of us, a superstar, is in, one of us is out. This is the Footy Talk podcast, your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL. You're listening to Footy Talk. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast, Spotify or Listener, please hit the like button and leave us a review, only if it's good, or a rating that's higher than four and a half. New episodes every day at lunchtime. Now, Heater, AFL 23 is coming out. I know you're a big nerdy game head, Xbox fanatic, PlayStation, etc. AFL 23 legends have been added in as part of it. Yes. I go down to the names. Simon Black, Greg Williams, Superstar, Stephen Kernahan, Michael Voss, Brad Ottens. Yep. Heath. Sure, sitting there, yeah. and as I scan, no D. Thomas. Well, when I first saw this, a mate of mine screenshot it, sent it to me, and I, I didn't know what it was. I Did you get just, asked? I, th- I think I replied to an email. I said, yeah, sweet, no dramas. Yeah. And I didn't do anything. Right. And then, so I got that, and I was like, yeah, I'm a legend, I knew that. Like, I didn't actually know what he was talking about. And then this pops up, um, and apparently it's um, a part of the game, which is good. And, and Dale, I think... When you're in the top 1% of games played and you're ranked, I think, 48th overall in games played, right. you probably played a couple of good games and you could be classified as a legend. See, I think I was stiff because Michael Jamison, who works at the AFLPA, who was across trying to get the pass players, he texted me and said, and I had no idea. So I said, okay, what sort of royalties do we get? I went straight to the cash point of view, so I think that scared him off. So that's why I am not there. Our ex-prez, Eddie Maguire. Yes. Made a big statement about your old football club, not being the Pies, the GWS Giants, saying that they should not play any games outside of Sydney, Greater Western Sydney Stadium, Giants Stadium, or Canberra. What's your take on that? Because I think I if don't you, mind it. No, I actually don't mind it because the crowds that the Giants get in Canberra, it's oh, always a packed house. Tom Greenhill, they sit up there and just smash yeah. piss. So there's no doubt there is a thirst for football in Canberra. And beer. Western Sydney is is still need to break into that NRL but heartland. But they're doing okay. They're doing all right. Yeah. But then the poor guys that miss out on playing at the MCG. So maybe one game a year at the MCG. But then again, you've got a disadvantage if you only play one because if you actually get through and play finals, the big GF's always at the MCG. So I don't mind the theory behind it. Maybe pull those numbers back a little bit. 
I don't yeah, I don't mind it. He's a left field thinker. I, I definitely is. I agree with it. And if we if we're going to break into that heartland, you gotta go to play more football out there. Toby Green, this is very GWS focused, but I guess this sort of works because you did play for them for 150 games. 152. 152. That's a lot of games. Um, Toby Green, there was an article written by Jay-Z Clark saying that he is being snubbed in terms of his recognition as a player and potential Brownlow medal favoritism. He should be in the conversation. Yeah, I, I, I get it, but he, Toby doesn't care about a Brownlow, to be honest. But then, again, when he plays well, he's best on ground. Do you think you get snubbed because he's had so many yes. indiscretions? Correct. With There's the no umpires? Doubt. Do you think the umpires subconsciously don't like him as much? I think the umpires know who they like and who they don't like. Right. And in the general public, who they like and who they don't like. Everyone loves Bond. Correct. Everyone, and Pendles. Everyone loves Pendles. Everyone loves Clayton Oliver because these guys don't argue with the umpires. So no. um, Lockie Neal, never seen him argue with an umpire. <laughs> These sort of guys, they're going to get votes because they're good players, they're guns, and they don't argue. Nick Dacos, we'll move across to the pies now. One is Another now – Another team I played for. <laughs> I also played for them. Oh, did you? What oh, cool. a player. 150 games, what a superstar. Uh, Nick Dacos, one is the favourite for the Brownlow. So talking about Toby Green and the Brownlow, Nick Dacos is the outright favourite at about 2 bucks fifty. Wow. Very we... short. Yeah. But he has just signed a massive deal with shoe sponsor Nike – that will make him one of the highest earners off-field. It's huge for a second-year player. Huge. But he deserves it. Yeah. He's put the runs on the board at the moment. So far, so good. And I've no doubt there's kids who barrack for Collingwood. Actually, there's a lot of kids. There is. I know. Who I for Collingwood. membership named after me. Their, their favourite player, and he's only been playing for, what, 30 games, yep. is Nick Dacos. He is as polished a all-round product as I think you could get at the minute. Is he going to keep 35? I hope so. I think he might. Well, if he's already in his second year, because it's meant to go to the first round pick from that year. I think he's going to keep 35. Um, and now, Nike. These kids are going to be wearing number 35 on their back and they're going to be wearing the Nike boots at Ozkid. Do you think he's done a Jordan-like deal and asked for a percentage of all boots sold? Air Jordan? I hope he asked. <laughs> I watched that docker. That's a sick docker. It's a great docker. Considering you know the outcome. I actually, tricked me the whole way along. I actually hope he did throw that out there because I'm assuming the answer would have been pretty simple. But he, he looks like he's someone that he speaks really well. He looks like he's not going to have too many off-field indiscretions. He's very sort you of – You never know, mate, those quiet ones. The quiet ones you've got to worry about. Yeah. And the, the loud you... ones in your case. Yeah, both. But he does. In terms of being a sponsor, you're looking at him going, right, where is the future of this game? Oh, he's Pendles. Pendles 2.0. Yeah. In From... terms of like he hasn't done anything wrong off-field. And everything he does, he does it so professionally for so long. Like he's going to be like, he will play 300-something games, Nick Dacos. 300. Will he win a Brownlow? Yeah. This year? Nah. <laughs> well, I reckon Bond. This year? Yeah, I bet Bond last year too. <laughs> Speaking through your wallet again. Uh, we'll finish up with, we'll continue with the Pies theme. Craig McRae and this belief the Pies have. You've been down the rooms and into the inner sanctum. What an environment he has created down there. It would be a fun football club to play for. It's funny because you talk about how he's created that environment, but he's actually allowed the players to create their own environment. So you're giving me no credit? I'm giving him credit for not holding on to that control because an old wise coach of ours once said that when he when it gets to game day, he actually only controls about 10% of what happens. Mm. 
The rest is up to the players. So why wouldn't you let them practice that during the week? Why wouldn't you let them have full ownership on what's going to happen, what they want to happen, and how they're going to go about that? And like you said, we went into those meetings and we watched them and the players run the meeting. Yep. Flyers sort of there just guiding through, but the players are actually running it saying, yep, I reckon you should do this, I reckon we should do that. He should start here and then he rotate there and maybe roll back, whatever it is. Um, the players were running the show. And that's why there's no surprise when it comes to game time. There's no confusion. Zero confusion. Not Keep re- it simple, stupid. They're not remembering a game plan. They've helped design it so they remember it. Exactly. And when you actually own something, you put a bit more effort into it, Dale. Mm, you certainly do. Hey, we love the pies. We love you. Thank you very much. I've got to get down to Warnable. Hey, Rick, you there? What's uh, what's it like down there at the bull? How bloody good is the bull? Well, I'll tell you in about half an hour's time when I jump in the helicopter and get down there. This has been the Footy Talk podcast. If you've got a question for us, jump on Instagram at footytalk underscore pod, the TikTok at Footy Talk pod. Tomorrow, Joey and Nathan Jones preview the big match between the Blues and the Brisbane Lions. This has been the Footy Talk podcast for you Thursday. Have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Listener.